Kane is in the building. <laughs> You're listening to Wake Up Call on the SportsMap Radio Network. Alongside Ron Culver, here's Tony D. All right, welcome back as we continue. This is Top 5, Bottom 5 after 18 weeks of the season. I can't remember, do we do a playoff version? We uh, do. the playoffs roll? We do. All right, but today I, I had, we can I, do... You know, the only reason can... why I know that because I looked it up. Because I, I was trying to remember, do we do a week... 18 kind of recap top five, bottom five here. Or did we jump into the playoff? Last year we did, this was the week we did a week 18. Put a bow oh, gotcha. on the regular season. So this is the week we can, because I, I got the top. They're all playoff teams. Yeah. But the bottom I have from teams that are not in it. Yes. <laughs> so it's, know, team, it's teams that. not the teams this, going into the postseason. No, no. And they should not be. In fact, you probably, I mean, maybe they're not really top or bottom five teams, but. Yeah, you know what? You landed yeah. here because you were a bonehead. Why not? Why not? Next week, next week on Tuesday, it's only playoff teams. All right, so we go from five to number one as we uh, get you top five and bottom five. So I'm going to start with number five, and I may be reaching a little bit, and maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little too much. Uh, and I, gave I, think, up, I think we did the same thing. I gave up a team that I actually really, really, really like. Yep. And I put the Cleveland Browns at number five. Okay. All right. All right. Now I'm looking forward to what you do, but let me let me go. I I think I'm going to stick to my guns on the Browns. And this might be my downfall, but I'm okay with that cuz I've had plenty of them in this business. I think they are the team to give Baltimore the best chance of upsetting the Ravens as the number 1 seed. Uh Josh Allen makes a lot of mistakes. Miami and Kansas City are kind of a mess right now and Houston is just too much of a fun story to ignore, but I think the Browns are really well built. Defensively, they're strong. They have got a quarterback now that really is playing sharp and a veteran and does well in the postseason. These are the things I brought up before. I wanted them in my top five somewhere. I couldn't put them anywhere out other than five, though. But I'm, I'm not placing other teams that I, I am looking forward to seeing at the sacrifice of putting the Browns team at number five. But that's where I have at number five. I kind of did the same thing. Okay. Okay, but I, I didn't. I didn't go with the Browns. All right. I, I I went with the team that you know they they probably aren't a top five team, but gosh darn it, I'm having a fun time with them. And this is why I put the Houston Texans. Why not? Why not? I the mean, vision winning you Houston did, Texans. You did what you were supposed to do, which was win that game, win the game on Saturday, get into the playoffs. And then all these little pieces fell into place for you to host a game and get your grounds crew going scrambling to see because they were like, "Oh wait, what? We we got we're not we're not done yet." I agree completely. That was a, that is it's it's an un, it's a great story. It is a it really fantastic is. story. I mean, you more than likely have the offensive rookie of the year. I can't imagine any other team getting the offensive rookie of the year other than cj stroud you know what's funny i was thinking about this i was like um it, it i i thought at the beginning of the season b john robinson yeah you did would get it and it's it's like um it's he's a million miles away from cj yeah. stroud and what you know stroud what? And don't give season. me uh what's his name puka nakua yeah puka don't, nakua. Don't, don't give me him yeah like puka no. nakua like like b john robinson is not even anywhere near puka nakua <laughs> yeah and puka <laughs> like, nakua i don't think is anywhere near cj because stroud. he was a fifth round pick so it, forgive us for not noticing that yeah. he was going to be on the rams to do something with the rams and honestly the texans might have the coach of the year yeah. they could have the defensive rookie i of will the year. tell you it's as a, much as i love D'Amico ryan's in that slot my 
vote would be Kevin Stefanski for getting a Browns team 11 wins with five different quarterbacks. Yeah. But you but he didn't win that he didn't win that game with the fifth quarterback though, Tony. He should get he should get some votes. D'Amico Ryan. That's number four. Number four, I went with the Lions. I, I, did, I did not give the Lions a lot of love this season, and I should have. I don't know why I took them for granted or I didn't want to talk about I don't know why I hardly had them in the top five. But I need to put them in the top five now. They beat Dallas. I don't care what anybody said. They beat Dallas. So if that call is made, I think San Francisco has to play at starters because it would have to protect the number one seed. Yeah. So I can't do what people have done, which is if the referees had made the right call, the Lions would be the number one seed. You put San Francisco in a position to play people against the Rams who weren't going to play people. And that so let's fantastic. not get overly carried away. Can you, but, can you but real they, quick, can you? I could have the Lions at four as well. But can, yeah. I was like, can you imagine if the Lions were the number one seed? Oh, I know. I know. It's it, it, nuts. Bedlam. Bedlam. <laughs> um, they did beat Dallas. They did give Dallas its best effort on the road. I mean, at home. For, for Dallas. I mean, it's the hardest game they've had at home all season. That being said, um, I agreed with Travis Rogers earlier today. Goff can make a few mistakes. He does get careless with the football, and we'll see playoff Goff this weekend. I guess we'll see playoff quarterbacks at all of the top five, as nobody's really a lock to do that well. But um, I'm, I'm going to give the Lions their due, and I have Lions at, uh, yeah, at four. I, and I have them at four as well. And, you know, what a credit to Dan Campbell. Really, really. I mean, he, so. you and I adopted this team as, you know, we we kept joking around saying, this is the show's team. This is the show's team. And, you know, I'm going to keep riding that gravy train. This team has been fascinating ever since Dan Campbell got there. Really has been. We have been enamored by him. And I am so excited not only are they in the playoffs for the first time in forever, but I mean they're hosting. They're the number two seed. Either it was bold, it was either bold or, or dumb. Seed. Yeah, three seed. It was either bold or dumb. But he did make an effort to get the two seed. He said, "Look, we're not going to concede the two seed. If Dallas and Philadelphia both lose, I don't want to play a game without my guys." He started everybody. Yeah. that should have played, and it may have cost him Sam Laporta. We'll see. And maybe there's, you know, maybe there is something in the water in Michigan that's yeah. positive. That's positive because that's right. I mean he started his guys and none of them got hurt. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's go to number three. This is where I have Dallas. I put Dallas here as yeah, well. Yeah, this is where I have Dallas. Look, this is the great thing about Dallas being a two seed. If you're a Cowboys fan, there's only one game that where they are going to have to go on the road. That's against San Francisco. If indeed San Francisco is around at the time, and that game is the NFC title game. It is not going to be in the divisional round. That means Dallas, if they're going to the Super Bowl, will play the next two games at home as the two seed. And somebody, you never know, might take care of San Francisco for you, and then the road runs through you. Very true. They're unbeaten at AT&T Stadium. Very true. So, yeah, no, I put the Cowboys here as well. You, I mean, they do have a good team. They really, really do have a good team. And, I mean, yes, you know what? They always seem to play better against teams that are way well below 500. Um, they put a beating on the commanders, but then they once again showcase what they are capable of doing against grown men. They have, a, they have an underrated defense. They, are, they have the best point differential of anybody yeah. in the NFC. And I think it's going to be a fun storyline. They're playing against too. the Packers. I mean, we don't know what to make of the Packers. We don't know what to make. Like, is Jordan Love actually becoming the third Packers quarterback imagine to if, do well? Imagine if Dak Prescott loses to Jordan Love you know, and the Packers. Uh, here's my question for you, Tony. Ahead of this game, over under, how many times do they show the catch or the non-catch? Oh, yeah. How many, how many are we going to get reminded of that in the <laughs> Cowboys' 
Ice Bowl the and the catch. Yeah. That's those are the two d- iconic Packers Cowboys playoff rivalry. I do I do want things to get back to normal where the Packers are hosting games again because it is fun. Yeah. You well, know, you if Lambeau you had, Field in January. If you get Peacock, mm. you're going to see that this weekend. Apparently, it's going to be zero degrees in Kansas City. No. Oh, on Saturday that'll night, that'll be nice. It's going to be an ice cold game for Dolphins Chiefs on Saturday. <laughs> uh, number two, and this is where I I put San Francisco here. Okay. I honestly could have flipped them. I, I both of them didn't play anybody. Both of no, them. I I don't listen, know. Listen, I I same thing here. I put the Ravens. Sure. Because Niners won with their backups. Ravens didn't. Yeah. No, the Niners <laughs> did not win with their backups. They lost that game. Oh, did they? The they did. That's right. They, they did lost 21-20. No, yeah. they were closer in score then. They closer in score. How about that? Yes. Yes. Um, but I go. But I just I just did it that Monday night. Baltimore won 33-19. And I just said, all right, you own the tiebreaker on this. But they're, they're, as, they're as equal as you can get in a uh, I mean, the only, back and forth. The only thing that's a bummer is that, you know, uh, Jim Harbaugh can't join the Niners staff immediately because I feel like these two are destined for a rematch. Oh, hello. I know. Yeah, which Super Bowl was that again? Super Bowl 47. I, I really do think that these are the two top teams in the league, and it I is. It's it's one A one B. It's I don't know who to choose. Both of them have incredible defenses. Both of them have electric offenses. I, I would give the nod to Lamar Jackson over Brock Purdy, but he, I think head to head, if these two teams win, I think the Niners come out on top this time. Is there any sport that gives such a clear advantage to the number one seed? In the playoffs than the NFL, not anymore. They give you a weekend off and home home games, which are critical in this league. Yeah, critical in this league. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess the only bad thing could be is that hey, these guys, you know, a lot of these guys have had two weeks off. But for someone like Christian McCaffrey, he probably needed the two weeks. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, that's a long season, and to get two weeks off at the end of the year, yeah, that's golden. Yeah, exactly. We are going to have the bottom five. Now, this is teams that, you know, it, we've completed 18 games. Next week, we get to do the fun after six playoff games who are our bottom five exactly. of the teams that are left kicking around. But we've got the bottom five coming up of the teams that are on the bottom of the 18-week calendar of the National Football League. We'll continue that as we continue. It's Wake Up Call and Sports Map Radio. Hit us up on Twitter at Tony D Radio at Ron Culver. That's Ron with two N's. Glad you could be with us. This is Wake Up Call on the Sports Map Radio Network. Alongside Ron Culver, here's Tony D. All right, kids, it's time for bottom five. So these are the worst of the worst of the season. Yeah, we're done. 18 weeks are in. But we got playoff pop five, bottom five next week. So you want to look forward to that. All right, so um, I'm going to start with a team that fired its head coach uh, pretty much immediately after the game. My number 28 team is the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Atlanta didn't have a terrible record. They went 7-10, and 10. so they're not like, you know, other teams uh, that, you know, like Arizona, for example, that went 4-13 and 13 or anybody else. But can I just tell you, there was never any consistency 
with the Atlanta Falcons. I just felt Arthur Smith, and I think this is one of the reasons Arthur Blank let him go. It, it, they never were they never were rhythmic. It was Desmond Ritter. Nah, it's Tyler Henneke. Nah, it's Desmond Ritter. Tyler Henneke bumped his elbow. Now it's Desmond Ritter again. It was too much of that. There wasn't a feel. I never knew who really was the starting quarterback and who was just filling in for the job. It was either they were filling in because the other guy got banged up a little bit or he's filling in because the other guy stunk. I never felt any consistency. And if you're Arthur Blank and there's a winnable division there, no one is running away with it. They do not have a Baltimore Ravens in the NFC South. That is a winnable division. And you have failed to make the playoffs in three straight years. And I like Arthur Smith for what he did here in Tennessee. I was glad he got a head coaching job. But my God, this is a parting of ways that was absolutely justified by the ownership of the Atlanta Falcons. So Atlanta is 28. You know, that's a great pick. Now, you know, my first couple here, they're not really traditional bottom five teams. All right. It's just I took a page from one of the teams you chose in your bottom five, and I put them here at 28, and that's the Eagles. Eagles, okay. Not only did you start most of the people, but you also managed to get them hurt in the process, all the while losing, what, five straight games? Yeah, that's a good point. And now you're literally limping into the playoffs. The saving grace for you, I guess, is that you get to travel to Tampa, which is the most inferior opponent out of the uh, NFC division winners. So you might get lucky and win a game. Yeah, you but, might get some warmth. But but other than that, you could beat Tampa. That's it. That's your postseason. You're done. You're not moving on any further yeah. after that. You know, it's funny. They, these two teams met two years ago in the playoffs, and this was just when Jalen Hurts was starting to come yep. together. And, Tam, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers beat him. But there was a feeling like the Eagles were brewing something. It's amazing how two years later they're meeting again, and the de- exact opposite feeling about the yeah. Eagles is happening with this team. I mean, I don't. This has been a collapse upon collapses. What is it? Is it? It's not five straight. It's five of six, right? Five of six. Five yeah. of six. But that's still that's incredible. And it's just the fact that you managed to get everyone hurt on your team yesterday or right. Sunday. Exactly. Everybody. I think AJ Brown is out for the postseason now, right? I think that's the word coming out. Everybody uh, got hurt. Everybody was getting hurt. Uh, Number 29 for me, this team had a chance to make the playoffs. This team team at one point was one of the hotter teams in the NFL. And the last few weeks have not only been embarrassing for them, but they've gone in the news for the wrong reason. And that's the Denver Broncos. Their Russell Wilson situation is a disaster. They lost three of their final four games when they were in a position to fight for a wild card spot. They were in a position to make a move in the wild card. But losing Christmas Eve to New England, where the Patriots kicker kicked a field goal he had no business making. And then they got beat by the Raiders to close out the season with Jared Stidham at quarterback. Says a lot about a team that at one point was six and six, six and five. And then fell away. But they were in the news for, again, all of the wrong reasons. They don't have another season without a winning record and another season where they have zero idea who their quarterback is going to be. Two years after getting Russell Wilson in a blockbuster trade that was supposed to change the franchise. Oh, but we've heard that way too many times since Peyton Manning retired with that Super Bowl championship. Kind of where quarterbacks go to die, right? This is where quarterbacks go to die. Uh, you know, Denver for, is 29. Number 29 for me is Denver. I put them here as well because I, all for all the same reasons. 
And it's kind of a way, because I didn't include the Chargers in my bottom five this week, but this is a way I can still dig on the Chargers because do you know, Tony, out of the last six games the Broncos played, they have two wins. Do you know who those wins came against? Against the Chargers. That's amazing. That's right. And this again, this downfall happened in Houston. It did. For the Broncos. When they lost early December, the entire month of December has been them beating the Chargers and everything else being horrible news. Right. And, Everything I, and for all the same reasons, the fact that you decided to sit your quarterback, which is causing a publicity nightmare for your squad, for your team, and might be deemed illegal. We don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could end up seeing a hefty fine. I don't even know what you can do with Russell at this point. Can you trade him? Do you just cut him? Do you eat the money? What do you do? No idea. Do you know the uh, comedian G- uh, Brad Williams? Possibly. Possibly. He's a, he was... um. He, they had a picture of him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. They the got a, a shot of him, yeah, dancing. Yeah. And he, it was a game against the Chiefs. And he was in the crowd. He was a special guest of the Broncos. And he was. And he said in Twitter, which I thought was a great, he said, I just want this to play endlessly on my tombstone for all of eternity. Just him d- in dancing in joy. What? You took that away from him. Yeah. With your stupidity and your ridiculous office office problems. You took that away from him. Here's a Bronco fan that has just he loves the team. He gets he gets a special invite. They show him on the Jumbotron dancing in joy as they're ending a, a losing skid to the Kansas City Chiefs. And because this organization is absolutely a disaster, they couldn't even let him enjoy it long enough to get a postseason run out of it, losing to the Patriots on Christmas Eve. You Good know what Lord. they did, Tony? They made us feel bad for Russell Wilson. That's right. They absolutely. That that's another horrific thing. They, you know, this team might slide down even further on this list as we keep Mr. talking. Unlimited made us feel bad for him. I was supporting Russell Wilson in my conversation. You were. I was saying how what a travesty it was for Russell Wilson. Unlimited amount of compliments Unlimited for Russell Wilson. I, I went a little overboard in my compliments of Russell Wilson. Uh, Thirty on my list. This is where I put the Chargers. I can't believe I have two other teams as uh, above them, but the Chargers are very disappointing. Uh, this was a playoff team that did not make the playoffs. Injuries certainly helped. Coaching, horrible head coach certainly helped. But boy, they just decided to once that game against the uh, once that game once they fired Brandon Staley, they went. Let's just end this now. Yep. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. They and literally, that's exactly what they, they did. literally took on the role of draft pick. That's right. I'm just like, yeah, did. what draft pick can we get? Where are they slotted as of right Five. Now? Five, not bad. Not, not bad, bad at all. Not bad. I mean, they lost five straight. Last win they came lost eight of nine. Yeah, the, the last win came against the Patriots where they won 6 nothing. 6 nothing. It's a soccer score, football baseball team. score. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Whatever you want to do. That's not a football score. That should be a score of Gami. That's Ha-ha! <laughs> Who do you have as a 30? Uh, number 30 for me. I. This is where I put the Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh win, my God. win, and you're in. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Win, and you're in. And and it's against an inferior opponent who wasn't playing their traditional quarterback but brought their old quarterback back. But I, I really, you know, the Titans, I really don't know what to make of the Titans team. Certainly beatable for the Jaguars. And Can't deny you, Derrick Henry on Derrick Henry Day. Apparently not. In Nashville. Apparently not. Apparently uh, Jaguar fans knew that it was Derrick Henry Day and said, you know, let's send him out as a hero. You got Because that's what you do in the NFL. Me. You got better stories than me. All right. Well, 31. Carolina Panthers. Now, now, am I, putting I put the, the Panthers here, too. Am I putting the Panthers here because they went 2-15? and 15? No. Nope. I'm putting them on here because did you actually see some of the highlights of this game against Tampa Bay? I saw no highlight. 
It was <laughs> none. There is no highlight. There's no highlight. You, you're doing the same thing I did. I'm putting the Panthers here because how many points did you score in the final game of the season? Oh, that kind of sums up your season. That's right, none. They had a touchdown. They had a they, they had a touch. They had they not touchdown touchback. I should say overturned. Oh, we touchdown into a paint. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm butchering this. Let me rewind. They had a touchdown turn into a touchback because DJ Chark was extended. <laughs> it's like a 50 yard touchdown, and Chark gets it, and he's going to the end zone, and he dives for the pylon, and he just drops it, and the Buccaneers recovered in the end zone. <laughs> it's little things like that. Buccaneers yeah, just needed. It was a long, goals. long season, and you know what makes it worse. Was it raining? No. Was it no. snowing? No. Was it sunny day in Charlotte and they just puked on themselves? Yeah. But you know what makes it worse for the Panthers? Don't even own the number one pick. They don't even get the number one pick. And that's the other additive to why they're <laughs> in the bottom five. Is that all of this was for not Panther fan. Yep. Because you got your number one pick last year. And we'll be saying it over and over and over again. If it, if it continued, the trend continues. Could have had C.J. Stroud. Yep. And here's here's the funny thing. <laughs> The funny thing is, is that the Bears are like, we may not even want this. Yeah. We may be, we may be in the market to to give this away. I wonder if they trade it back to the Panthers to get more funny. stuff from the Panthers. That would be actually be funny. very Kevin Costner of them to do. This is this is not this is kind of like stealing somebody's flowers and then reselling them yeah. to them. Like I plucked these out of your garden, but you want to buy them back? And my last team, number thirty-two, Patriots. They, uh, we had the same. They ugh. They haven't fired. We got to talk about this. They have yet to fire or move that, on. With and Bill that's why, you know what? I was prepared during this bottom five all day and through this right now to move them out of the bottom five if they gave us a little inkling of news. They have yet to do that as of have, right now. I would have moved them up. So let's talk about what that actually means. Coming up next, it's Wake Up Call with Sportsman Brady.